What is going on, over guys? Bring FC live back with Felix and Joey. Hi, guys. Okay, and now we're live. Thank you, Joey, for doing the intro. I appreciate the intro, Joey. We are here for the season finale of Foot Live for season one slash season FIFA nineteen. I don't know how to label seasons for this, but this is the last episode. We will be talking about FIFA nineteen. Thank God, right? Uh, but no, FIFA twenty is around the corner. It is time to do a conclusion FIFA 19, so that's kind of what we'll be doing today. We also have the giveaway, if you haven't seen on Foot Live, obviously if you're this in podcast form, you've already missed it, but if you are still here live watching, make sure you go over the Twitter, exclamation point giveaway in the chat, and you can still enter it by retweeting the tweet and following the podcast and all of us. So before that, without further ado, we will get into FIFA 19 talk, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, kind of a summation of everything, and then what we want to see for FIFA 20, and then we'll be doing the giveaway at the end. So, boys, FIFA 19, what a year. <laughs> in most people's opinion, probably the worst year of all time in FIFA's sake. Um, but with that, I, I said this a little bit before, I kind of want to do a summation of FIFA because lot, real time, if you listen to all these podcasts back, 99% I would say is negative about FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, like you, I, well. I feel like if you do a full like recap of the game there was some positive take out of it it's just real time is hard to do so yeah i guess start first i don't even know where to start do you start from the beginning or do you just kind of start from whatever we liked uh i guess from the beginning <laughs> we uh like always had a patch early on that kind of changed the game um i believe we had finesse shot meta for as long as possible uh and then that kind of went away after some time but what a time to be alive when you could just finesse shot everything uh and players there were certain players that had five-star skills that you were, or not five-star skills, five-star weak foot that were crucial because you could just finesse it from both sides. Um, but yeah, so but I don't know where you guys want to start with this. It's kind of hard to, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's emotional to sum up FIFA 19. It's, <laughs> it's just it's crazy. Emotional. It's crazy when I first picked up the game when it, it released and how it actually changed so much within the, as the months went on, uh, both with the patches and obviously getting your hands on the better players and all that good stuff. But the the biggest thing for me is is how they even released the game with how finesse shots were. Um, I didn't understand. I mean that that couldn't have been untested. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. Like I, I don't think it went untested, and I'm unsure how they allowed that to squeak squeak through to live because that was the most mindless way to score. Uh, it, it was ridiculous. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, you can combat it because you can move your goalkeeper," but. I don't know, man. That was the. It was just weird to me that EA let that one slip. Yeah, it was a weird start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird start from the beginning. Crazy OP, but the the thing is, the 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 meta now is, I I don't want to say wildly different because we've still got the first time stuff, just not finesses. It's essentially the same thing, but there's just so many ridiculously broken things in the game this year. Like, I don't think there's ever been a FIFA with that many exploits. That's it. Yeah, oh, think, that's spot on. Yeah, I think it comes down to the fact that, I mean, 17, 18 weren't perfect games either. There was plenty of your exploits there. But then instead, oh, of, instead of perfecting what they had, they went and added goalkeeper movement and time finishing this year, which I think is a huge part of the year. Uh, I think time finishing more than goalkeeper movement, but I'd say both. Just kind of where the negativity spawned from, where some of people's hate for the games kind of came from. I think a lot of that is due to the new mechanics and time finishing and goalkeeper movement stuff like that because that just takes everything that's been broken in the past and kind of amplifies it because like we said the finesse shot meta even first time shots all that is just amplified by the fact that we had time finishing which green time finishing with the finesse shot meta was broken it was nothing you have to say absolutely and i really think what they needed to do for 19 which they didn't is just refine the basics rather than trying to implement all these new ideas and features into the game. I mean, sometimes just going back to the basics and making them perfect is going to make you know, a better game overall, rather than trying to add new animations, new ways to shoot, new ways to goalkeep, like all that stuff. I think because you're in such a small time, develop, uh, small time frame for development, I don't know if they're able or capable of adding all these things every year. And so, like I said, sometimes going to the be- even even with WoW Classic, I know a lot m- many of you guys didn't play WoW, but you see that they released the, the game that came back in in 2004. They re-released that, and it broke records for streams because people 
wanted the just original back to the basics game. I think FIFA would have benefited just refining the basics, making sure passing, shooting, dribbling was just on point rather than trying to add all these new things that ended up being exploited or broken or not working the way they should. Even tackling was one of the worst it's ever been this year. Oh, just a lot. Like that, that was one that specifically triggered me. Like the amount of goals you concede in this game, where you put in three tackles clean, you get the ball, but you don't win it. Mm-hmm. It's just the most infuriating thing because you do well in the game. You just get shafted in turn instead of getting rewarded. That that was one of the worst things for me. More than more so than the exploits. Like RB volleys and El Tornado crosses, most specifically, have been unbelievably broken and overused by people. But that, that is something... Though- I, I, would, I would make the argument, right? That it's not easy, but you can defend against against those types of mechanics. Like, I was, was all right exactly what I was defending El crossing, for example. I used to block the cross most of the time. Um, with the RB volleys, it's a bit more difficult. Yeah, but I would say... There's just nothing you can do against the broken defending. Yep. I would say the volley crosses weren't as big of a deal as the volley shots and the one-time shots. I think those, yeah. for me, were more problematic. They they were more broken, but funnily enough, the crosses were what used to trigger me the most uh, in terms of um, having to play against it. There were people abusing first times and uh, the volley shots to no end. Like, I used to abuse the volley shots to no end as well. But I mean, for, me, it, for some for some reason the crosses just triggered me more, even they even though they weren't as effective in my opinion. I can't really tell why. I think they were a, <laughs> a little less mindless, uh, or the first time shots were a little less mindless than the crossing. The crossing's kind of like yeah, that, oh yeah, that, that's a th- that's the thing, isn't it? You just yeet it into a crowded box and then pray to RNG Jesus for your attacker to win the. I mean, we've we've been through this so many times yeah that's that's why i think the crosses were worse is that with the first time shots it's not like bad it's not like your defenders could do anything it's just like why is the shot so op uh yeah. but with crossing it's like it wasn't like you're crossing to a wide open person and they're heading it from yeah, outside the box that would have been a lot different heading from outside the box would have been a lot different than heading it over van dyke because he scooped it up and it doesn't matter who's on the receiving end and how short they are they can jump over van dyke that's more i think where the annoying comes up you're like my defender's there why isn't he doing anything? It's with with the volley shots and the first time shots. It's your defender's not there, but they're also scoring from angles that shouldn't be scored from. Yeah, yeah, I I think I'd agree with that uh, with that sentiment. That, that so sense. that maybe that's just like to why they may have been more annoying. I mean, obviously neither of them are good. There's always gonna be. I, I think it's impossible for a game like this to never have broken mechanics or meta mechanics i guess like i mean even like an 18 like it felt better but the low driven shots like the where you could score them from kind of anywhere in the box i'd say they felt better because you got to work your way into the box and then score but it's still a meta mechanic i mean it's yeah. still I like mean, the, a goal the you don't see. It, it, it did have though is that when you had a great chance you could reliably finish it which is just not a thing in fifa 19 sadly yes yeah so yeah that, and that, i think that's yeah it. that's where the frustrating part is too i i think that even compounds the first time shots that we're talking about the volley shots is that wow i'm scoring these at like a decent percentage but i'm also breaking through on 1v1s and scoring those at a lower percentage yeah. so like your 1v1 percentage whether it's 80 percent of the time you're scoring like your volley cross or your volley shot ones are 90 percent of the time it's like that doesn't make sense to me if you break through like obviously the goal is goal is going to save maybe a percentage of them just because that just happens like your your player could fluff the shot but uh, yeah, the percentage that 1v1s are missing in 19 was, was horrendous and, I mean, continued to be horrendous throughout the year. They never really was fixed. Yeah, that that's the big thing is they never really were, they never bothered fixing them. And I think they just figured, like, you know what, this year's a wash. Like, let's just work on 20 as hard as we can. But they did uh, that in FIFA know. 18 as well, though, didn't they? I don't remember. The last gameplay patch is always in, like, February or something. And then it's just... Uh, yeah, because they don't have time. Because the new game, I mean, yeah, the exactly. new game comes that's, out... Uh, Right. Part and parcel of the yearly cycle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's part of why people don't want the year's yearly cycle for the game, which from the competitive standpoint makes sense, but from the old team standpoint it makes no sense because So uh, would they go to a subscription model or what would what would happen then if they probably didn't do a subscription yearly? model and a um, yearly reset of your uh, club essentially? See, but I think the, game, the gameplay would, yeah, would have be, to be that would, would stay similar and there would just be you know fixes and things refined. The one thing, um, I don't know, would would it not get boring because it's always the same core foundation? If it's good, though, it needs a core it's a, foundation. It's a tough, 
it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for me. Because yeah, because it would have, play to, the same have game. to have the full reset of you know, like, like players, your club gets your club gets reset, players get reset because obviously downgrades, all that stuff. You'd have you'd have to have that aspect still, or else I don't think it would work. But from a gameplay standpoint, yeah, you want well, you don't want massive changes from nineteen to twenty. You want right. So that's want fixes that's, all throughout the year, like uh, Fortnite does, Apex, or like any of those games. Look, they're, eventually, they're eventually, EA is gonna have to find gameplay to stick to from here on out. They can't keep trying new things every year. It's clearly not working. They have to get to a point where they're like, okay, this is gonna be the base of the game. And then from here on out, we'll be adding either new features, new modes, new whatever. If FIFA 20 ends up being good from a gameplay standpoint, they can't go into 21 trying new things. Because if they've got it right for 20, they can't be like, oh, let's add this for uh, 21. Let's do this. Let's do it. They're going to go back. They're going to digress. And they're going to end up creating more problems. So eventually, I don't know when they're going to get it right, but they're going to have to get it right to where they can stick to, like I said, the certain framework where they can just stay with the same gameplay rather than continuing new things year after year after year when they just don't have the time to implement it and refine it and test it this year i think more than ever we've seen pros go out and test it obviously anyone who was verified was able to play the beta which was really really a good thing with them but i don't know if it's enough time for them to take in the feedback and implement the changes before release because the beta comes out in august game game comes out 30 days after you got to assume that things are already finalized at that point from their perspective. And they're probably working on like a day one patch or something or like a, a week one patch. I would assume, I don't think they can finalize things within a month, but maybe I'm wrong. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say like big, you wouldn't see like, mecha- like massive mechanic changes. You'd see tweaks to like, like almost like the tweak that came out with the finesse shots, like after two weeks where they could like, they show, I remember it was like the De Bruyne picture where he was taking finesse shots and it was showing yeah. in the old way. And then the new way where it was just a little bit more random. Like those are the minor tweaks I think they could do in a month, but I don't think yeah you're not getting massive wholesale like mechanic changes within a month of time or even now even still now because I think they're still like visiting and playing the game now. I think some pros were out there last week. I remember seeing on Twitter yeah, Moaba was there this yeah. week, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was, it was really just this past like this past week that just happened. So uh, yeah, so it's not like we're down on twenty already, but like it's just I th- I think also going back to the subscription model and the game staying the same every year and just resetting. I, I honestly think we're in a better spot to do that than FIFA was maybe five years ago, even because of digital downloads. Yeah. Where I think a huge, I, I don't know if you guys growing up, obviously play video games as well. Uh, like growing up, it was always cool to get like, go to GameStop or go like whatever you guys have in Germany. Like, oh, yeah. Jim, get midnight in release, but yeah, you go like either midnight releases or like just the first day to go with your friends and go pick up the disc. Like, like that, that whole kind of process is much smaller slash gone. I mean, I've seen GameStop close down left and right around me or like other video game stores close down left and right because everything's going digital. So with the digital piece, everyone's already got the game. It would be very easy to keep the updates onto that and just update the game here. Like not yearly, but like um, more often kind of than they are now. And then resetting the club after a year. And then you just push that reset out as an upgrade. It would just reset all the players within the uh, the database and stuff like that. Part of the exciting aspect of a new FIFA is not only the whole, oh, I've got an entirely new club and I'm going to grind towards the good players again. It's also the, the learning of the new game for me. And if you've got the same, essentially the same game, maybe with a few minor changes, you know, like Fortnite does it essentially. They, yeah. they change a few things here and there, but it's the same core game all the time. And if you then get your club reset, it's... I think it's a lot harder because it's the same game still and you're used to the good players and then you have to go back to playing with scrubs. It's, it, it might be a bit frustrating, isn't it? That's I mean, it would, but, I mean, it's, uh, and, but, that's, that's, but that's to get a better game at the end of the day. Yeah, and d- does it not get boring as well then if you're always playing the same game? Then they'd have to do an insane job with the, with the content and, and that kind of stuff to keep you hooked to the game and, because Fortnite has a battle pass, you know? Yeah, Stuff but I mean, like, like if it's a subscription base, so the money's the same every year. So, so it's fifty. You're paying that for a uh, yearly to uh, basically access online or whatever. Um, but with that, I I think that Fortnite does change like the gameplay, and it it is still fun to figure out what works, what's new. Um, but wouldn't we also be getting a better game if they're not making crazy changes all the time? Like, so think about now they're. For when they shut down FIFA, so February, whatever we said, the last gameplay update, 
to now uh, to now is them figure out what massive changes I want to make to gameplay. What if if we weren't making massive changes to gameplay all the time? It was just like the little changes here, here, and here. All of a sudden, you have all that extra time to focus on the content. So from February to then, could be focusing on content for twenty when it comes out again. Like what that promos do we want to bring back? What promos that do we want to change? So like I know for you, like are you like you you love getting in there and like trying out the new game, figure out with meta and like all that stuff and like figure out what's good and like and like just how to play. So like that's obviously a huge piece for you. But you can still have that every time an update came out because they'd still be update. They just be updating gameplay on the fly all the time instead of here and there. Like yeah, I think you're right there. To be fair. But I mean, I mean it, content it, was better this year too. Like just to talk about FIFA 19 again from a content standpoint, it was better. I would say the quantity was better, but a lot of the stuff, I kind of, I don't know. For me, other than future foot stars, and team of the year was really solid. I really liked team of the year this year with all the stuff they put in with uh, yeah, the like that, well. packs. Right. that was pretty cool. Uh, the future foot stars was really good. But other than that, I don't know what other promo was really like that headline really is new up. carnival was new but that i don't know true they, but they weren't bad but they also weren't really good were they no i i say they weren't but i think a lot a of the samey samey right but a lot of the problem there is which we've brought up in in previous pods is just when there is such a meta that's developing in the game by the time those promos come out many of those cards are deemed useless or you'd never want to bring them onto the team unless they're one of your favorite players in real life so mm -hmm. again we go back they need to figure out where like those cards are actually viable. Like Dybala, had, did you even see him once in any team this year? And he was right, one of the... Only in like... Maybe the in the month, first maybe. month. Yeah, maybe in the first yeah. month. But his uh, Carnival card, I never saw him on a single team ever yeah, all it's year. Not, it's just not good enough and he's got mm -hmm. the three. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I think, well, so with... I'm kind of bringing in 20 in a little bit and like what's come out and been released obviously is... I don't think there's any new game modes in terms of play, like uh, in terms of like game modes to play. So it's still rivals, still foot champs, still online seasons, and still uh, not online seasons, online singles, and still uh, whatever. Is there anything else? I think I named it all. They have the foot friendlies though, in it. Yeah, but I mean that's that's online singles, but like just with the game modes, you can change, right? Yeah, it's essentially. A bit of a but polishing. Yeah, so with that, that's I think one of the big deals, and then also. One of the things that could actually make it better, though, if, without bringing in a whole new game mode, because I, I was thinking like bringing a game mode that's like almost like an objective-based online singles. So instead of having like your objectives be like, oh, do this in online singles, do this in uh, rivals, have just a game mode that's called like the objectives game mode. So everyone going in knows they're doing objectives. Obviously, people would just like be annoying in that, but like it would be at least a little better because you could try out cards and have the objectives bring bring back almost like the the tournaments that I had in fifteen and fourteen and so on. Where you had to have like specific teams, like Argentina. Oh, we'll say Dybala. You had to have like a full Argentinian team to compete in the tournament. Maybe don't bring back tournaments, but bring back objectives that require a eleven Argentina players. So then that makes the players more viable. Or like you want to use Dybala more because if you had to build a full Argentina team, I mean, how like how many good players are there? I mean, there's a ton, but you know what I mean. Like obviously, Dybala is a tough example because he's got three star. But it makes there's a higher chance you'll see Dybala if you have to have an objective game mode where there's only people using Argentina players. Right. I'm surprised they didn't add a tournament mode. I really am. Because objectives is great and all, but you go back into the situation where people start trading goals or trading wins or whatever yeah. when they run That's into That's what I'm saying. Other. Objective game mode would get a little in that way and annoying. And people would... Right. All of a sudden, if you didn't play like that, people would think you're an ass for not just giving them the free win. It's like and that's, that's not how it works. Tournament. That's why tournaments would be perfect because you have to win the tournament in order to get the reward. So people would sure you have to sweat it out, but I mean, at the end of the day, the whole point of playing the game is to win. You know, you don't yeah. play to lose. Uh, well, so I think this was a few episodes ago. Oh, no, well, a few episodes ago now. Yeah, obviously a couple months ago. But um, I think we said the perfect promo is one that engages you to use all features of foot so it's sbcs has sb so there's cards that you can get through sbc if you're not a good player because so if you're not a good player but you like trading you're gonna have a ton of coins and you can use those coins to finish sbcs essentially there's players you can earn through playing the game which is your tournament modes or your what or your objectives based like that so like being good at the game is obviously going to benefit you there so like having like all these ways to earn cards from the promo makes that promo better essentially and i think that's where it comes in play is like uh, for me I think the best thing ever was daily knockout tournaments. Like I didn't like the oh, fact that 100%. that's how you got into weekend league. 
but I loved playing them. Yeah, the, like they the, were just the, so just, fun to play. I fully agree with that. I, I love the game mode. So towards the end of the game, I used to go in there with a silver team, uh, silvers and bronzes. I all used to play for the club I support, and it was hard winning that tournament. Tell you that it was really hard. I won it a few times. But that was so much fun, just playing with these randos in a game mode where I know, for me personally, there's not really anything on the line because mm-hmm. I get into weekend league automatically anyway. So I could, I, I literally could just go in there and play and challenge myself to win the tournament. That was that was the fun of it. Challenge myself while using fun teams, fun players in it. Yeah, Which, and then you could have players it? from headliners like in that, like you could win a headliner by winning the tournament. Obviously. So it's not like people just going in there like so like your top 100 players they can't just go repeat it. We like you said you like the DKT the tournament gets locked like you can't re-enter it once you've won it. But like maybe you unlock another tournament so you can play in that one. So for people that have already won there but want to keep using that maybe team they built like a Florida you know, team they've like enjoyed it but they like oh I used it for four games now it's time to sell it. Like there's another game mode that they can go in where they can get different rewards for keep winning. Yeah, that does sound good. That. Was it 16 or 17 where you were able to play tournaments and win like the uh, Fuddies, Royce 16. and stuff like that? Oh, 16? That yeah. was that was awesome, man. That's, that's, essentially, that. what I was need to bring that's that. essentially what I was just talking about. The, once you win it, you unlock. Well, that one was different because I think it was just like a well, 16. So they obviously technology changed like stuff like that. So when you won it, it's not like you went to a different tournament to win Royce. Like, so you started off by winning Panoplyanka, right? And then yeah. it went Panoplyanka, Royce, Aubameyang or something like that. Uh, yeah. Or Aubameyang Royce, but uh, so yeah, when, it was the same tournament. So every time you won it, you get a different reward. But I think it would be better to do it like you win the the Conoplanka tournament, you unlock the Royce tournament, and the Conoplanka one locks up. You can't go back into it. Yeah. Just so like, because th- what that does is, I, I do think there is a huge community of people who like. So I, I'm an average player, but like there are people even like below me that still love playing the game, but can't play it to the level of. Just competing, like I mean, De- De- I know plenty of people in my streams like asked me to help them with the Delianco tournament, and that was like when it wasn't even that hard. But like it was before they locked it, so that once you won it, it you couldn't win it again. So like they were just like they'd make it to the final and then come up against some guy who's won it four times. Yeah. That's like a that's like an elite three player, and it's like well that's not fair. So I think like you still um, promote good players because like they unlock a better tournament, they can keep playing in a better tournament each week, and then yeah, like you essentially. Honestly, if it goes in order, the second tournament would technically be more difficult because it's all the people who finished the first one anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it eventually, it's a good and then like system. if you complain, if you complain like that, like it's too hard. It's like well, you did you beat your first tournament. It's gonna get harder. Like and then you really have no less to complain about. I don't think like people should be rewarded for playing a ton. Yeah. I, I mean, there is some that you there is, there was objectives this year, right? Just by playing, you got you won the objective. Right. You don't have to win. You could just play. So there is that always as an option too. Yeah, I I have a feeling they focused hard on gameplay to me, and they didn't put in any more features or any more uh, modes because they won. Mm-hmm. I mean, FIFA. <laughs> let me tell you, if if we had another year like FIFA nineteen, Tante and I would both, or Felix and I would would be getting hair transplants. Buy one get one fifty percent off. He'd be doing his he'd be doing his hairline. I'd be doing my crown. I, I can't. I, the amount of hair I lost because of FIFA nineteen, it ain't happening again. I can't do it for FIFA twenty if that's how. I, it I goes. think we should start a fundraising uh, campaign. <laughs> yeah. Go fund me for your guys' hair transplant. Uh, I don't know, Joey. You got to start stream again. Sub to our streams, you know. Fund our hair, please. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say that one hundred percent of my stream donations and subs will go to Felix's hair transplant to fix that for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only gonna if FIFA twenty is like nineteen, his is just gonna go back. Mine's just gonna grow from the from the back out. It's gonna be bad, bad news for both of us. I have to start oh, calling Felix happen. LeBron James. Yeah, he's gonna have to wear his headband <laughs> higher and higher. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I, I may have a big forehead, right? But at least at least I'm not overcompensating for anything. So, okay, whatever that means. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it just I think, but we do know the one of the things I was gonna say with looking forward is that we do know that the objective system is completely reworked and actually looks rewarding and gr- like grindable and like there's like different types of objectives like daily da- weekly ones daily ones and like full like fifa 20 ones which is awesome like i think i saw one that they, they posted was like score 500 goals like total like in your club that's mm-hmm. awesome just like rewarding you for doing stuff you're already doing like you're trying to score goals to yeah. win so like that's that's really cool so a reworked objective system will definitely help and then if they can like intertwine that with the promotions kind of like how they i really i think funny is really fun 
like obviously it was dead part of the game, so it was a little bit harder. But like when Fuddy started, and like even team of the season, like I was playing more games than I was like at certain points during the year. Uh, I, after I stopped playing, I got so sick of the game. Like, I <laughs> well, couldn't. I stopped playing weekend league pretty early, so like yeah. there's a part of the time when I, if I wasn't playing weekend league, it's like what else was I doing? Not too much. So then once Fuddies and team of the season came out, I was like, oh, I'm actually excited to like play the game to win these cards for for free essentially. Um, like, and, and I, have, I have a pretty cool team just because of that. And I was able to like complete SBCs for free using cards that I just had to play for. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to say this about the beta. So I'll, I don't know if we can t- <laughs> dance around well, here, it. I, wait, I, it's wait, not that I, I want to dance wait, around no, it. I, I want to say that there's a red dot on my forehead right now. So be, be, <laughs> be careful. No, I'm not going to talk about the, the I'm not going to talk about the game. I'll, I'll say this. A lot of the times I was completing, uh, objectives without even realizing it like that's how cool it was the objective yeah, system mm-hmm. so i don't know if we're allowed to say that but i mean yeah no much. that's kind of what we said they already they already uh yeah. had announced the objective system but like it was just you experiencing it for the first time like they already right. told us that that existed like we're not saying something that didn't exist so you're fine but yeah, yeah so no it, that's it was cool, cool. yeah like you were finishing that you would go and get rewards and you're like oh i did that last game i didn't know that so it was pretty cool like they, they have that little system going on and uh, I, I'd love to talk about the beta, but unfortunately, we got to keep our mouth shut for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, we all had access. So once that's, well, I guess it, we'll probably never be able to talk about the beta technically closed beta. Right, but right. like, once early access comes out, we'll obviously demo stuff like as fast that. possible. Because um, like well, early access is available to anyone that buys it, so it's not it's it's open. Um, so we are able to talk about that. So that'd be exciting once we actually get to start getting our hands in twenty, which is why we want to do this recap podcast and the season finale of FIFA 19 is that because it's, we are right around the corner from the early release, early access, whatever it is. The demo is going to be out in what, two weeks? I think, yeah, I think I had the schedule up at one point, but I think the demo is, yeah, like right in the middle of September. And then early access is like the 19th slash 21st. 19th is the 10 hour EA access one. And then the 21st is early, the three day or no, something like that. 24th is like three days early or whatever. Cause it comes up the 27th, something like that. But yeah, so we're uh, less than a month away. So, you guys going full go RTG? On, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I just uh, sorry, dude. Just, I just want to touch back on something regarding the promos and how it, you said uh, we said I think a good promo is one that engages you to take part in all the aspects of Ultimate Team. Yeah. And um, winning tournaments and such. Yeah. Uh, I think still it would be a great idea um, to you know the the idea I had on one of the pods when we were talking about this that everyone gets. A special card yeah, yeah the upgrade system, to win an yeah, objective yeah. and you can grind for upgrade tokens i still think that'd be amazing if they did it that way because that way even the people who struggle winning games that, that aren't really that good at the game whatever level they may be they get something nice out of the promo and you could complete spcs for these tokens or play swap battles or, or just play games in general if you complete five games you get a little upgrade token or something so they get something as well and they don't just get yeah nothing at all problem is your idea is phenomenal but the problem is they've said that they're unable to execute those things because of how their database is structured and most likely we would have to wait until next gen consoles for them to completely rehaul of how the ut database works that's so, you know what's so awesome they've that? said you're saying they are unable to give us uh, supposedly into our account. That is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that because we got in FIFA 19. No, the upgrade system. I think well, is more we got of a load of it. Pack, right? We got a pack with team of the years and team of the seasons in. No, I think I think it's more the upgrade piece, not putting on cards right. So it, it's it's basically being oh, able to convert thing doesn't right convert. Yeah, because so oh, yeah, the yeah, database well, doesn't work. That. You can't have two versions of I, the I same card that. essentially. So like yeah. we'll say we'll just like use like a team team of season Lua or whatever. You and so say he actually was like a team of season start out as as his base card ninety. Like I could have a ninety two with the same card design as your ninety one, and they I don't think their their database can handle that. Which is weird because NBA two K is adding it. This they just they're doing it this year. And yeah, they, NBA two K just added that. The frustrating thing is they're far less in terms of how big the company is. They have far less money, far less yeah. resources. Uh, the game is not even as popular. I mean, NBA is, is obviously a worldwide sport, but nowhere like not, soccer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever. it's almost like, it's like okay. when Madden dropped, it was still, it was like just a little bit bigger than FIFA 19 and FIFA, yeah. <laughs> like Madden 20 dropped. And it's like, yes, Madden is the most popular NFL game. However, NFL is not popular outside of America. Right. Like it is, but not, not to that extent. Same with I NBA. Think, 
NHL is uh, the second NHL ultimate team is the second most popular after FIFA for yep. EA. But my point is 2K is able to pay up, pull off the progressive system progression system excuse me with uh finishing objectives and whatnot they were able to implement it yet ultimate team has been around for now it's gonna be over 10 years and mm -hmm. they have no i mean even doesn't pez have an upgrade system i think uh, pez has an upgrade I system so. i believe so but they don't have the way the pez's database works it's not car based though so like right you don't pack the card you pack based. just the just the one there's only one version of that player that yeah. exists and it's like your card your player could be different but 2k is cards like you open up card or yeah they're not cards well but, you know, they're essentially they are cards i guess i will so say I this know. i think ultimate team is is gonna get extremely stale if they don't do something completely revolutionary for next year not 20 but 21 because Nothing's really changing for 20 in terms of modes other than the the season objectives. Everything else is kind of the same other than the grinding aspect and obviously new gameplay. Volta, I think it would be really cool if it made its way onto Ultimate Team somehow and you can pair up with your friends. I think that's going to be huge, but there's going to need to be a, a little bit of an overhaul or improvement in terms of what to do on Ultimate Team because I think people are eventually, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're eventually you'll be like tired of doing weekend league year in and year out as the main game mode like how yeah, many I, years I, obviously i feel that already i know yeah almost this is a weird almost like get out of jail free for ea i think by making a bad game where they made this bad game at the perfect time people aren't burnt out of weekend league yet 100 like obviously some people have like me but i mean i'm still i'm still interested to get back into it for 20 they almost given themselves a buffer of fifa 20 to yep. let People won't get burnt out if the game is good. So as long as they can get good gameplay, they've almost bought themselves another year to figure out the content side. And then yeah, 21 is like, like, and I agree with 21, like if we're still not getting more content in FIFA and uh, Weekend League is still like the main thing to do, like it is, the burnout will happen. There's only so many years you can do the exact same thing. So yeah, I, I would agree with that sense. And I think almost like they, by making a bad game, they've helped themselves though, because they've given themselves an extra year. So I don't, and they, I wouldn't be put it past EA for that to be their plan. <laughs> wow, <laughs> to, make a, to make a lower game on purpose because then it lowers expectations to twenty, and then yeah, it's I think, easier to achieve. I think Sony and Microsoft are like, you know what, controller sales are down. Just start putting out terrible games so people toss them, break them, <laughs> so that we need to spike controller sales before next that, gen. That, that, that is genius. Nice. I think that's. I think that's <laughs> happening with Xbox. My control. I mean, without even throwing them, my controllers. I'm I'm, this is a PSA to anyone, and I don't care if you, if you buy, do not buy an Xbox Game Design Lab controller. Two straight ones, the LB's broken within two months. So, I am never doing that again. But that was just a PSA to everyone listening. Uh, if you have one and it works, good for you. I'm I, very I never got one of them, but like my controllers break just naturally from playing. Uh, I think in, in one year of FIFA, I play through about three controllers, just playing with them. Damn. I don't throw them. That's a I lot. Yeah. Them. Yeah, I, I usually stick with the, the same one for like a year at least. Yeah, I would say so. I have my original one that came with my Xbox from like four years ago, but like the LB button doesn't work, but it works enough that like if friends come over, they can play with it and stuff like that. Right, right. So I keep that one around, but like my new ones, my Xbox Design Lab, my last two ones without breaking them, they're broken now because I've gotten frustrated at them not working. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome, <laughs> but I don't even know where they are right now. But both of them within, I think I had this most recent one for four months, and both the LB and RB button don't work. That's bad. So I'm like, that just can't, like, that can't happen. You again, controller should at least last a year of just, and that's because like I do know like they're not they're they're built for a certain amount, and um, we do we are considered like hardcore gamers. We use them like, quite a bit. Like I play a lot of different games, so like I don't know I'm using my controller more than like maybe an average person so it will break after a year but I'd be fine with a year if I had to buy it every year <laughs> but I'd, I'd like all. a year to be honest yeah but it has seemed to be last year so we'll see on my new one that I just got so maybe I'm just pressing the buttons a bit too vigorously I don't know because I like three a year is a bit much isn't it? you're too strong Felix you gotta stop going to the gym yeah oh fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so anything else for FIFA 19 I guess like we said the positives I would there was very good promos. I think Buddies was very good. It just it's oh it's going to be overlooked in the sense that the time that it kind of came out, um, it had a lot of hype coming into it because of the way Festival Foot worked last year for eighteen. Obviously, with the World Cup and stuff like that, we got yeah. some crazy cards and it was so fun. 
but obviously without a tournament going on during the summer, that's like a, like the World Cup. It's hard yeah, it's to recreate that kind we'll of. We'll have like, the Euros next year, right? Yeah, the Euros yeah, will be next yeah. year, which would be cool. Um, so hopefully they can do some. They get rights to that and do some stuff with that, which I assume they will. But uh, yeah, so there was always gonna be hard to follow up that, but I think they actually did well with footy. So I think that would be a positive. It just comes at a time that where positives aren't really cared about because it's mm-hmm. too late. Mm-hmm. Like Joey was Joey doesn't even know how positive play, so it's like not even like. Like it's it is just hard when that came, and I think there was some more future stars is a cool addition. Maybe not a great promo, but the idea was cool. It was personally I, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think they did a ton with the promo. Like I didn't, you didn't, we didn't win any ones like crazy, other than like we have to use a lone Saint Maximum and stuff like that by voting. But we I didn't really get to, out was an objective card though, wasn't he? That's true. Yeah, you get you did get him, but it still like wasn't a lot. Like that. Like I guess it was fine for the. T- concept we've never heard of like oh my god like giving people end game card like not end game but like future potential base cards essentially like a kai havertz like ha- having his base card be a 90 when he's like at his peak in his prime like at whatever in a few years like that's a pretty cool concept i think that's what carried that yeah, i liked it as well headliners i thought was awful just given the fact like it was just give special cards to people that have a lot of special cards it was too you know, late it was, it was like an uh, advanced ones to watch yeah, yeah, it was, it was oh, like once to, wa- to watch for people that already get a bunch of stuff. It's pointless, isn't it? But my <laughs> favorite thing, my favorite thing about the headliners was that they were given to players that performed really well for their teams, isn't it? Like, yeah, Rashford got one. Um, I, I don't even know, Lucas Hernandez got one. Half of these cards, like they say, oh, they've been the top performers for their teams. Half, their, half of these cards didn't even get a team of the season in the end. Yeah, but I, 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 you can't blame EA for that because it was at the time. Yeah, I, I just think that's that's for. Uh, I don't know. I find it funny. Yeah, because like the goal, I get the goal is like so with ones to watches. It's just transfers the hype there, but like you're not guaranteed to get special cards because transfers don't always work out. Where this yeah. one was supposed to be like, oh, these guys have already been performing well this season. Let's give them like a ones to watch because there's this, this there should be a good chance they're going to get another special card. But oh, one one that we forgot. Uh, Road to the final was awesome too. The team based. Oh uh, yes, that was really cool. Oh, yeah, upgrades. Yeah, those were crazy. Yeah. I think those are those are another one of my sick. favorites. Yeah, because yeah. it, it makes you like want like I think as much as I don't want the game to be realistic, like play like real soccer football, giving us stuff that makes us want to watch like the sport itself is is really cool and stuff that comes <laughs> like <it>. gamble. <laughs> Well, essentially, <laughs> no, because the, you don't. I guess it is gambling because trading could be considered gambling because you're you're. Taking well, I mean, think about it. You can go all in, in knowing Liverpool's yeah. gonna win. Like, right. try, you think Liverpool's gonna win, but um, but like even like this talking about FIFA 18 now. But like what I said, the best part about the summer of FIFA 18 was that we got the World Cup cards. Yeah. Like that was it wasn't we didn't that was not like as gambling that wasn't risky. You were getting the card based on the performance. It wasn't like you were buying the card ahead of time. But like. Mm-hmm. It, the being connected to real life makes it so much more fun because oh, like yeah, oh you're like what you're like watching a game you're like yes let's, we're gonna go get this guy now like this got crazy card because of it so i think connecting as much to real life which is i guess what team of the weeks do but team of the weeks dead oh, I, w- they- I honestly yeah so if segueing into fifa 20 i'm not a fan of team of the week anymore i think it's an outdated concept if you ask me like the mm-hmm. plus one rating if you really think about it, you're going to get it from a chemistry style. So what's the point? Unless there's thresholds that uh, – thresholds like if you're, let's say, 90 instead of 89 and there's a huge difference between 90 and 89, then maybe, like mm-hmm. in a certain stat. But if you really think about it, chem styles essentially give you an, an inform, right? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, to the informs as well because you could apply chem styles to them. Right, but if if a stat is maxed out and, and yeah, the stats well, then, that you're looking okay. for, then what? That, that well, fair point. But Tell I think that I think I do think that breaks too small. Yeah, it's too small, and I don't know. I th- I wish they would do something different with them. I don't know what they can do because it's been in the game for so long. And also, I think bring back three of the weeks for bronze, silver, and gold cards because I think bronze and silver cards have a place in SBCs and stuff like that, and the True. more fun in the game. I think I I think that um, taking them out was good. Because it gave us a higher chance of better cards, like gold cards. But you could easily create three team of the weeks each week for bronze, silver, and gold cards. Yeah, and the bronze oh, cards, the bronze card so stats good. might get like I remember back in the day they made it so like if you were a bronze card, your informs could only be bronze. So like you could only get up to sixty four, but people had like crazy stats on like a sixty four overall card. Like you could see someone's like crazy pace on like a sixty four overall yeah, card that, because they had like fun. an inform. 
just the separate but, teams I, I'd love. But I'll tell you what what I personally love about the team of the team of the weeks. Uh, as a person who, for some reason, has a, a weird kind of uh, fetish for supporting teams that are trash, <laughs> I'm buzzing when a player gets the team of the week that plays for my team because it doesn't happen often. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool that you get those special yeah. cards. That yeah, because like, it does. It does give the because we what we said we don't want promotion. Promotions are bad because most of the cards aren't endgame or usable when they come out. So, like, we'll say we'll take what your team Kaiser Sloan or whatever, <laughs> Felix. You, we wouldn't want one of their players. Well, you we wouldn't want one of their players in a promotion because their cards aren't usable. But like Team Just of the Week gives gives the chance give to give those guys like, special cards without screwing over yeah. promos. And that that'd be even better um, if they did it like you said with an extra team of the week for bronzes and silvers because then there there is a bigger chance and you don't have to score a hat trick to get into team of the week if you're in the lower leagues. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, has yeah. To you have up. to have an insane one, game. One reason I think why they wouldn't do that is because it's a lot of effort to gather the the stats and the outcomes of the matches and decide who is going to be in those team of the weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot more work, maybe. That could be why they don't do it, but it would just be interesting to see three team of the weeks. It would be again. It wouldn't be like. You know, I already pictured Twitter when they like tweet out that they, the the team of the week for the week, and people are like, oh, bronze card's cool. Like, I I know people yeah. complain about it, but from like a player who does like a person who does the bronze pack method, it'd be cool. You get like a higher chance to get coins there. Uh, you can trade bronzes like if you wanted to do that as well, because they're gonna be rare cards essentially. And then also they could help with SBCs here and there. You never know. Like I don't, I can't picture it right now. But like if an SBC requires an inform, and you happen to pack a bronze one untradeable from like a objective pack that. So a uh, bronze players pack. You have that in your club, and that counts as an inform. That'd be pretty cool. I'd enjoy it. I'd yeah, I don't. Th- it's not like a, I don't think it's that much because I think they're already looking across the board at games and seeing because we do see low level yeah, players get in, point. so they're clearly already looking at them um, to see who's done well. So I, I think that would be a cool addition that would really add too too much work to them each week, except for the fact that they can't even tweet out the right pictures half the time. <laughs> There's always like like, stats wrong in the picture then, yeah. EA in their mistakes. Halfway through the year, I saw some, someone made a spreadsheet of when EA made which mistakes. And it was it in, I don't know, it it was along some massive screw up that they had. I don't remember when it was and what it was, but it's at least halfway through the game. It must have been like March or something. And they, this person made this spreadsheet with all the mistakes EA had made. And the amount of mistakes, even the, the, all the minor ones was absolutely astounding. Mm. It's crazy how much goes wrong there and how they get away with it. Like, remember the SBCs for Netherlands and they used France flag or the other way around? That kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bad. It's weird, yeah. It's not like a player came out with like the wrong stats in game. It's like they just like literally the, the design was wrong. Like it's, it is, it, you would not see it's, it is crazy though. I think you said get away with it. You wouldn't see like, if I went to work and like was making those mistakes, I wouldn't be there. Like I wouldn't, still, <laughs> I wouldn't still be there. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it is a weird one. Yeah. That, it is. They get, they get away with a lot. Cause I guess they're a big company. I don't know. I guess that's, that's really it. But um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else with FIFA 19 that's really good. We kind of went through. No. You guys are, tweet at us. Tweet at us your favorite promo that you liked and why, and then what you want to see where for any future promos. If you have like an idea, almost like a flat future star, something they could add cards for like that kind of stuff. If you have any of those um, that could, that you like, just tweet at us. Um, links will be in the description below. Um, and yeah, for FIFA 20, we kind of added what kind of talk we wanted. Obviously, gameplay movement. Uh, we've talked about some of the like changing promos that we'd like to see, and then also along that as well with um, object change of the objectives, which we know they did, and they seem to be very positive from the start. So as long as they can keep up with that and provide uh, cool objectives with that, that'd be cool. And that's how I think that's how they could sneak a battle pass in eventually is through the objective system. You, like by buying the battle pass, you unlock the objective, and there's some stuff within there that you can earn. Well, I actually have a question for you guys for FIFA 20. Mm-hmm. how you would feel about the, this is a gameplay related question because i think this has been brought up like all over twitter all over reddit all, pretty much the the topic of gameplay is slow versus fast uh gameplay mm-hmm. and there's arguments on both sides like you can't you can't please both sides because some people are like i like it slow because i want build up i want to break down my opponent with passes and uh pace shouldn't be a huge thing and then the other side saying it should be a really fast game because your reaction time is what should determine you being 
better than your opponent. Essentially, raising the skill gap. Yeah. Yeah, by so, making it reaction based. And, right, but yeah. I think for a football game, for a sports game, it's it's really hard to make it reaction based. It's not like a shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there's like player switching things like that, but uh, for 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 it to be purely on uh, reaction, I just feel it's very hard for EA to go down that route. But at the same time, if you make it too slow, then you make it one dimensional. Like attacking becomes very one dimensional. Yeah, so, it's almost easier to read defensively. Right. So I'm wondering, Felix or Rob, which you know, both of you guys, which do you guys prefer and why? I'm curious. Um I'm gonna go with a reasonably fast game. Not not like crazy lightning fast and players are teleporting around the pitch and you don't know what's going on. Reasonably fast, because if it's too slow, it just gets boring, innit? Boring to watch, boring to play, it's just tedious and like you said, one dimensional and I, I don't want a game to to turn into I, I like and I say that as a possession uh playstyle player. I don't want a game to turn into a possession fest where you pass the ball around the box back and forth and back and forth like in handball. That's gonna be boring. Um but I also, like you said, don't want a game where it's purely about reactions. They have to find kind of a middle ground in my opinion, where reactions matter, but you can kinda also play a slower game and and cater to your strengths if you're not someone with insanely fast reactions then it's just more entertaining to play if it's a bit faster you know and just more action essentially because um this is something kurt says all the time as well and i fully agree this is this is a football game yes but we only have six minutes per half not 45 we can't have it super slow and mm-hmm. it's, it's just gonna be boring you don't want a game with only two chances on, on each side so i i'd be leaning on the fast side um but not stupid fast maybe like somewhere in terms of gameplay speed like fifa 17 or fifa 18 i think would be okay yeah i'm there as well i think i lean towards the fast because like you said like i think i think that's a huge so like it's it's trying to accomplish as much that that happens in real life in 45 minutes and six minutes but i i do i do like the idea of a game break down your opponent by passing and possession and like knowing knowing the game helps in that sense where like making runs and knowing runs and knowing what players are going to do is going to be beneficial for you i like that concept but i also don't think that ea could like ea could do that with a game that also like is supposed to be fun enjoyable and take six minutes a half i don't think that there, there's a hard balance there that they would have to find i think it's an easier balance to find at a fast gameplay um game I think, like, obviously, yeah, we don't want to just be stupid fast where it's just counterattack, 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 game 6-5 at the end of it. Obviously, that's not what we want. We saw that with um, the beginning of FIFA 18 that got patched very quickly because people were against it. But, again, looking back, people might have liked that a little bit more once they figure out how to defend against it. But with with uh, their improvement of defending this year, maybe we could see fast gameplay be more effective because or be more enjoyable in the sense that if defending is improved, it doesn't feel like counterattack. I tackle him three times. He gets the ball back. He scores. So I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough one because like, I think what, what we want from a slow game would be fun and enjoyable in terms of knowing the game and breaking someone down. But also a fast game is more conducive to a game that takes six minutes or 12, well, 12 minutes, six minute halves. I think that's, it's just more conducive to that. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I think, but also, it's tough now because we are used to faster gameplay, and to us, slow gameplay is almost like, "Hey, the servers are shit the bed." So, yeah, like when when you feel slow gameplay now, you're feeling supposed to be fast. So that's I think why people are against it really um, fully. Would that that might that might be like a big reason? See, I'm I would prefer fast as well, but not to the point where passes become ping pongy. If if, mm-hmm. pingy, if that makes sense, like. I, I don't like because then you're gonna go back to four one two one two being the most dominant formation because the the players are so close together and it's just snappy passes and you break through with your cam and two strikers and it becomes a very just like robotic muscle memory type of game where there's no thought uh in attack. It's just one two and then one two between the strikers and your cam and then that's how you're gonna attack. So my worry is that they're going to cater to people complaining that the game is too slow and they're going to make it, they're going to amp up the speed. But the problem is the speed of the passes get amped up as well. And mm-hmm. it becomes too pingy and, and there's less error on the passes and things of that nature. So 
that's my only concern when when people have been complaining on the forums like oh it's too slow oh it's too fast on the on reddit and on twitter that's uh it's very difficult to find the middle ground because like i said you've got you've got 50 percent of the people are like i want a methodical game and you've got the other half saying no we want it fast we want it we want it quick so we can attack and score within a six minute time frame. So I'm curious to see what the demo is going to be like. And obviously all of us here can compare it to the beta and see mm -hmm. what they decided to do. But, uh, man, I don't know. Should be interesting. It will be, it will be interesting. Uh, and yeah, I think what you said there is also when you mean fast gameplay, you mean the ping pong pass is not pace. Yeah, abuse, see, like, not pace abuse. Fast no, no, gameplay no. doesn't mean pace abuse, but fast right, gameplay right. means, I can get from my goalkeeper to your goalkeeper by just passing it like without even thinking. Like you just press like hit the button eleven memory. times and it goes through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be muscle memory attack without looking to see, you know, what players free, what players open, what players making a run. It's just AAA, you know, all well, that stuff. Well, there should definitely be thought to it. Like, but you can make that thought and decision making process. You can make that quick as well. I think that that's the balance I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. You could make a, a fast reasonably fast paced game where your decision making and uh, you, there is some methodical aspect to it you know I think that is possible it's just maybe it's not easy I don't know I'm not a gameplay developer and what uh, things impact each other and stuff but I think uh, a reasonably fast game would be more enjoyable than a super fast game or a super slow game so yeah I'm somewhere it, in the, the middle biggest thing towards a bit of fast the biggest thing is the passing they need to increase error if you're like mindlessly passing. Yeah, or, one to one time passes. Yeah. I mean, it's just really the yeah. one touch, the ping. Or the hundred. To me, though. that's what that that's what messes up the speed of the gameplay. If they make it too fast, those become far too effective for whatever reason. Uh, one thing I already like that sounds promising. Um, wink, you know, is that the auto lifted passes. They're not a thing anymore. You have to manually lift them. That's already yeah. a good improvement. Yeah, because I want. I always we said that. I think I, I want, them, but I don't want them. Yeah, to be and part part of the problem. Oh, sorry, part of the problem with with passing as well, um, is the defending animations where your players used to get nutmegged and auto lunge past the ball and stuff. Yeah. So if that's better, that improves passing as well a little bit. And then of course is how the both the attacking and the defending AI interact with the pass as well. Yeah. And how your pass, your, how your pass aim is corrected? Because um, I've seen uh, Stallion's video the other day, Italian Stallion, yeah. um, with his FIFA 20 wish list, where he went back to the uh, video where he exposed the passing, where the player made a perfect through ball down a completely different channel that he uh, incidentally saw. Mm -hmm. Incidentally, initially, that was what I was looking for. Um, so that has to go as well, that, like the the crazy pass assist where it picks different channels to what you were seeing or aiming at. Mm -hmm. I think. And that just goes down to the fact that maybe the pass set should actually matter. Yeah. Um, and like players that can pass the ball could maybe, like, maybe you bring it into like the pass error is obviously less for players that have good passing. Like, to me, I don't think I never look at the passing stat when I'm buying a player because every passer, every everyone passes the same. I agree with everyone you. Everyone almost feels exactly the same. Like, I obviously, think your 99 Modric is going to be better than like a bronze. Like, that's just the game in general. Like, it's not the passing stat that's doing that. It's just every other stat that goes into it. I don't think the passing stat matters really. The short, like your it like in-game stat, short passing. The impact is just very small. Yeah, well, obviously it matters to an extent. Like I said, I'm using extremes of saying 99 Modric versus bronze, but like no thing about 99 Modric versus regular Modric. If you just broke it down to just how he passes the ball, I don't think you'd see a difference. You know, Depends you would. How you're playing. I think the higher passing stat players let you get away with the more risky and, and mindless passes and when you're using really bad players with bad passing stats you have to be more careful and thoughtful about the passes you play i mean i didn't really i didn't really it's tough i didn't really see that in 19 with the passing stat matter that much personally I but mean, i would I, love I never play with players that had Utterly horrendous pass. Right. I mean, you you had exactly confidence. your passing was at what most of your players at least eighty five or above. I would say yeah. most likely, so mm -hmm. it, you wouldn't have felt it. But you need to have the special playmakers, the, the David Silvas of the world, the Bernardo Bernardo Silvas of the world. Those players need to feel special on the game. We've mentioned this so many times. They need. They just need to feel needed. Like you should be yeah, they're, they're bringing them on. This them. They need to be a place for them. Yes, and I think in twenty. I'm hoping that's kind of the route they take because I, I 
loved being able to, <laughs> I can't say what I want to say, but I but want it, to be able, I want to be able to like Lukaku as my striker, for example, even though I'm not a Lukaku fan, yeah, just, but I want to be able to bring him on. Yeah. You mean the build, like the, the play style. And yeah. yeah, yeah diversity. Just because someone's tall or someone's stocky or whatever, it doesn't mean he can't dribble or can't shoot and this and that. So I think hopefully 20, it opens up the player usage that you can use more players um and then hopefully it's not only the passing step but something i don't know i've moderate like i said moderate david silva bernardo all those guys yeah, they need a place Cruz. on your team yeah. Yeah. they need a place on your team plain and simple if 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 they don't then i don't know man i think i'm gonna start fifa's just gonna start dying out earlier for me more yeah more. I, the, the part of the burnout is the fact that we're the same 10 to 15 players in our team each year. Obviously, like you get your random, you get your changes within um, some of the positions like, each year. Like if someone comes out, just gets a bunch of special cards. But like for the most part, if you look FIFA competitive over the years, like who, we'll just take whoever wins the grand final, like each year, if you took their teams and looked at them, I mean, you're not going to see more than two, three changes per year. Like it's just, it's just the way it works, especially with icons in the game. Yeah. I mean, we did see Team of the Year Modric. That was a nice, like, not a lot of people would bring him in, but some did, and, and he was effective. So yeah. that was cool seeing that, but they didn't bring him in because of his passing. Or no. his, yeah, no, no. Bring... He, he just has good stats all around. Yeah. But... So, I don't know. We'll see what they decide to do. It's a tough, very tough thing to balance. I, they're not in an easy spot, so I, no, I know yeah. it's difficult. I've got a question for you guys about passing as well. Um through balls it's about through balls right in fifa mm -hmm. 18 for example if you remember those through balls down the wing used to be crazy effective uh -huh. um in fifa 19 we've we've got a problem where for through balls at least i feel like sometimes the player just chooses the wrong lane to pass it oh like yeah it passes it around the outside when you want it yeah, around yeah, the yeah, inside yeah. or vice yeah. versa that is a problem and you also have those um lofted through balls from the fullbacks down the wing and you're in on net more or less so through balls have been a problem um, in, in one way or another. My question would be, how would you guys feel if through balls were mandatory to be on manual? Because I used to play most of FIFA 17 with fully manual through balls, and they always used to go where I aimed them, depending mm -hmm. on the player's passing stat, of course, more or less. Um, I, mean, I don't think it would work. Because... That debate. But how would you feel about if through balls had to be manual? Because that would add a bit of a skill gap to it as well, wouldn't it? Because you'd... you'd have to True, practice but timing and, and playing those passes down the correct lanes. You don't want to make it hard for the 11 or 12 year old who's picking up FIFA and, and can't do a through ball as well. Like that's why it's tough. You know, there's obviously yeah. people like me, you and Rob who are playing every day for hours a day. And we've mastered pretty much the mechanics of the game, not as to the pro level, but you know, for, for an elite level, I guess we've mastered the mechanics, but then you've got the 12, the 13 to 14 year old who's just picking up FIFA, maybe for the first or second time. And he's going to struggle and EA is going to, they have to cater to those, that, that community yeah, that, as mean, well, that population. Point. Yeah. So what I would actually do is I would make it so that you're more prone to error, just like how they made flick ups more prone to error or skill moves more prone to error after you, they can do the same thing with, with the passing stat. You know, if, if you want to do like a lofted through ball, you got to have someone that like a KDB, you know, I mean that, I don't know if you guys saw that one, was it, I think two or three weeks ago, that cross that landed like, like a freaking missile just right on. Oh, that was, oh yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. That was one of the best passes I've ever witnessed. I mean, it was like, it's a laser beam right to Sterling. So, I mean, stuff like that, should be only those players, those types of players should be able to pull those passes off in game, in my opinion. So if you want to, you want to play that way, you want to do lofted through balls, you want to break down uh, playing a 4-3-3 and, and you want a, a nice through ball down the wing or what, what have you, then you should have the Modric, the KDB, the whatever on your, on, as your midfielder to be able to pick your def to pick the defense apart. So that's what I'm hoping they're able to kind of balance in. Like, I don't want Vieira to be, freaking splitting my defense open with a through ball from the half all the way to, to to the final third of my opponent granted i'm not saying anything about Vieira, but you know yeah he wasn't, he wasn't what a kind of spacing there is as well if right, there is yeah. loads of space to play the ball in and it's not that accurate you'll get away with it because there's still loads of space sure sure yeah with. yeah that's where the composers those, those pinpoint accurate in. ones are the ones you're on about i suppose yeah i mean they've got to put an algorithm together i know i'm getting techie but they'll have to have an algorithm together where it like can 
can calculate composer with the passing stat and where your opponent is and it can kind of calculate whether the pass is going to be on point or not and it it'll probably be tough for them to implement but i'd like to once we play the demo we'll see what where they're going to be going towards i still think the base of fifa 20 is obviously going to be way better than fifa 19 so i'm i'm very optimistic and excited for it so we'll see what happens and uh little plug but actually this isn't a plug-in we're not sponsored but what i actually did um i don't know if you guys have heard of the app digit i'm sure you guys have nope no (laughs) so i got this app um on my phone where it automatically like pulls money from my bank account and puts it on the side and i just did it to save whatever not not for fifa specifically but it's been slowly for the past two months taking out like a buck or 50 cents or whatever and it got up to like 200 bucks so I'm like, oh, perfect. Now I've got my FIFA points uh, ready to go. I can just wait till that and put it in the game without even kind of... Sort of like it was money that I wasn't spending. Yeah, it's kind of like Acorns, but Acorns invests it, right? So it's... it's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that, so that's, that's, that's once you're not... Once you're fully done not being... Use Acorns instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Acorns. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, yeah, no I, we, well, we know we're all spending money on so it it yeah, I was gonna say uh, if you guys were gonna RTG, probably no. I'm guessing you guys both want RTGs. Yeah, I won't no. be RTGing either. So if anyone's listening and you want money on the side, if you have like if you, if you got a bank account, um, I would highly recommend getting the app. And over time, without even you realizing it, you'll have like a hundred bucks saved up just from from it doing it for you. And it and it's all automated. So if if it knows that you're spending too much, it's not gonna take like a dollar for example it'll take like 10 cents or what mm-hmm. have you but yeah so it ended up saving like 200 bucks so i was like that's neat you know I've, i have my fifa point fund ready yeah. to go <laughs> that works um with the fifa point fund great transition uh yeah. we will be doing we'll be announcing the giveaway so you can see so there's the random tweet thing so you can actually see if anyone's in here and approve or i'll put it on twitter like that that's actually one but i have the tweet copy and paste so when i paste this it will pick the winner um if you if you're here listening um and if you're here in the podcast and you haven't if you haven't checked twitter we would have reached out to you through twitter so if you're hearing this uh if you want if you haven't pre-ordered fifa at all we will give you the champions whatever edition of the game um or if you already have it we will give uh the xbox card PlayStation card whatever it is whatever's easiest to get the fifa points unloaded so We'll yeah, we're just the winner for that. But I want to put that ahead of time in case like you already had FIFA and you won and are just hearing this now. So uh, with if, uh, without further ado, let me paste this in the following. So winner at Truss Silk Ganon. Hmm. Oh, I know I will, that guy. Oh, uh, Truss Gilganon. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I think that's what it is. Truss Skill Ganon. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk. Oh to you no, time. not following. Uh-oh. Oh, that's a I don't think. Let me just check. It's, it usually says follow. Uh, you guys, if you're watching, you see it. It usually says uh, follow here. Ooh, yeah, it does. It should Why say following. Why can I find him when I search him? What the hell? Follows oh, you. He follows me. I know that. Um, yeah, but it has to be following the the whole tweet. Does mention the fact that yeah, I guess we gotta be there. He is following me. Today. I feel bad. Oh, unlucky. Uh, another I mean, winner. This is our fault, isn't it? I mean, it yeah. is a bit sad, but it's yeah. not hard to just follow one account. Okay, cool. Um, hold on. Broken. Because if I copy paste again, it'll be the same winner. Yeah. See. So wait, another winner? Question mark. I'll have to use another website in a second. Great podcasting. People are going to love listening to this. <laughs> They're going to be eager. We're building it up for the winner. We're building it up. And nah, I, I mean, that's sad. I'm just going to log in. Isn't there like a... Isn't there one that you can just plug in all the... Oh, okay, there you go. We don't want to see your DMs, you know. I don't want another True Jordy situation. I'm just going to do this in case it does ask for a password. There you go. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to see well, the it, we, don't, we don't want any see, graphic content. Shut up. You, you would see it because it's on the, the podcast and you also have access to you. you True. Idiot. Well, I don't want people to see my dirty comments to other people in the community. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to have to make a video where you get roasted in the midst of it easy. Loads yeah. of followers as well, isn't it? Yeah. True. Great marketing. 
views go up by a million. <laughs> Can't go wrong. It's been a scandal. Sex scandal views go up by a million. That's great. It's true. Hmm. Sorry, I sent the code to the email, so I'm just pulling up the email. It's Wait, okay. Isn't it, isn't it working? No, it is. I just got it, it's pulling up. The, it sent an email. For those listening, Sorry. stay tuned. Technical difficulties. We'll figure out a winner. It, what used to be that you just hit pick another. I remember because I've done this. It would just say, um, skip the tutorial. Fuck you guys. I'll figure it out myself. Uh, it would just say, like, pick another and check a draw. Here you go. Quick draw. I did check, though. He's not following the pod account. So no, yeah, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Awkward silence. <laughs> well, I'm just staring at Rob's face in this in his stream. Same. Just I'm speechless in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So oh, it's pretty Felix cool. Okay, this actually is better because it just it just to show all the people that uh are follow I uh, are entered. Okay. It's eleven pages. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Now drawing. Retweet and follow. 203 people are retweeted and followed. Do we really pick one of seven people that didn't follow? That is wow, I mean, really? what, what are the odds? You can yeah. calculate the odds. Damn. That is a 3% chance, that is. More or less. Yeah, there's a 5% chance of winning, which is not too bad. Here we go. Yeah, all right. Wait, what? No. Oh, let's go. The guy has an app with Ketia. Eddie. We don't see your screen. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I that. It's there. There you go. He's right here. It's not a 5% chance of winning, is it? Is it 0.5? 1 in 200? Oh, I'm sorry. 0 0.05, yes. 0 0.05, yes. So let me just make sure I'm just going to type in his app in Ketia season just to pop up. Make sure. In Ketia. Spelling's hard. There he is. Who won the giveaway? It uh, looks like it's gonna be this person as long as they're podcast account, which it should be. This, yeah, follows you. There we go. Arsenal Club, the football fan account. Let's go. <laughs> Last night, oh, I, I had to give away to a Liverpool yeah. fan, and that yeah. I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> so yes, you won. So we will be reaching out to him. So yes, thank uh, Anthony. Thank you for following the account and retweeting. You have won. We will reach out to Twitter on Twitter. So I will do that after that do it now but yeah thank you guys that's who won and it did follow so appreciate that and yeah with that thank you for listening next podcast will be a full FIFA 20 podcast it'll be the new season i don't think we're gonna title anything differently but hopefully we get some new stuff set out there on the podcast and i'm excited for that so yeah thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time see ya, see ya.